The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Next, Carrie Job spends Wednesdays in the Word with Sheila Walsh. It's okay to be honest with where you are. The Lord loves that, and it actually breaks down walls that we build up some, sometimes trying to be strong or trying to seem like we have it together, but the Lord knows where our heart really is. Next. Hello, I'm Sheila Walsh. Welcome to Wednesdays in the Word. One of the things I love about studying God's Word is realizing the way that, that everything in the Old Testament is really a foreshadowing of what's going to come true in the New Testament in the person of Christ. And we're made very aware of how we started in this beautiful garden where God planted Adam and Eve in this garden and gave them freedom. And yet it was in that garden that things went wrong when they began to, to eat a fruit that they were told not to eat. And then you move on to Matthew's gospel and you find a very, very different scene, a very different garden where Christ kneels in the garden of Gethsemane. And because of the conscious, intentional choice he made to set his face toward the cross, to buy back everything, mm. everything that we lost in the garden. I had the privilege um, a couple of weeks ago of downloading a new CD called simply The Garden. And I have to tell you, it has really begun to make space in my spirit for a greater understanding of the love and mercy of God. And it's my joy to be able to ask you to help me welcome the person who put this beautiful project together. Please welcome Carrie Job. <laughs> Thank you. Oh gosh. Okay, here's my first observation. And you already have me crying, so. <laughs> oh, but seriously, the first time I heard you sing, yes. this is what I thought. I remember thinking, wow, here's a girl who really gets it, that Jesus loves her. Mm. And I remember you singing, I know that he is for me. Yeah. But when I listened to this project, my first thought was, here's a girl who loves Jesus. Mm -hmm. Something profound cool. has happened in you, Carrie, because mm -hmm. the depth mm -hmm. in these songs, mm -hmm. it's amazing. Thank you. Would you tell me just a little of, because there's, there's pain and passion yeah. in this project. Yeah. There's a depth that a lot of people will find hope in. Yeah. Um, I mean, the story behind really the inspiration, I, I was already writing for the project, but right towards the beginning of it, I was pregnant with my son who is now one and my sister and I were pregnant at the same time. And just a little backstory, she gave birth to a sleeping angel that was already with Jesus before we really got to meet her and I was still pregnant. And it just began this season of extreme raw emotion and you know those moments in life where you're on your face and you're just crying out to the Lord and I, it didn't shake me in the way of like I, I know God's faithful mm -hmm. but it was one of those like holding on for dear life like what are you doing yeah and I remember in those real sensitive days right after it all happened I didn't know what to pray and I didn't really I couldn't really even open my mouth much 
but I remember just saying his name so many times because it shifted what was going on in the situation, in the room. So this album was just written out of that raw place of emotion. And then you can hear the journey of me receiving breakthrough in my worship mm -hmm. and in my life through the songs. But I will sing in the garden and speak to me. Mm -hmm. Those those are just really raw songs that I was in in that moment. I'm going to um, just for a moment reflect on the image on the CD, when I first picked it up, the first thing I saw um, was the ivy. And I'll tell you why that connected with me. I used to live in a house in London, which was built in the 16th century. Mm. And when we bought the house, the ivy had become part of the fabric of the building. Mm -hmm. And I wondered if, if there was something about ivy or the flowers, was there anything particular that made you choose those images? Well, my my niece that we would have had with us, her name is James Ivy. Oh. And in doing a study of what ivy, what is that, why, what is ivy? It's the most, one of the most resilient plants. And what's one of the sweetest things about it is that it grows toward the light and mm. it always is reaching. And I just thought it's so indicative of the love of God and, and, and our pursuit of him as we pursue and grow and reach for him and reach for the light and keep looking at him life is growing and blooming more in our hearts and in our lives and uh, ivy is so resilient you know you can be going through something extremely difficult but you can make it through and it'll make you a stronger and deeper person because that's what his word promises so. how did what you went through what you and your sister went through together and and the grieving process how has that impacted your understanding of our Father? Oh, I just love that God meets us where we are. If we're on the floor, He just, He's a good Father. And I've really seen His faithfulness in the most beautiful, profound ways. Another side story is we had just bought this house that had a garden in the backyard, which became a big part of this as well, of, of just watching how God goes before us. And this was a physical picture for us that you know, there was ivy growing in this garden outside. And I just realized, God, of all the houses we could have bought, this is the one you had us buy in this season. And it's, it was giving life and joy and just made me realize the scripture. He goes before us. He's with us. He goes behind us. Uh, he, he's not surprised by anything. And someone had to have planted that ivy years ago for yeah. it to be as green and lush as it was at the time that it was life-giving for me. So it just made me realize too, just our relationship with the Lord will always impact other people's lives. What we're sowing, what we're, the, the gardens of our heart, things we're allowing the Lord to prune and the blooming that's happening in our hearts because of his word, it's always gonna impact other people. So I've learned a lot about the Father. He's a gardener, he's, he's faithful and he's good. He doesn't always make sense, yeah. but he's faithful. I think that's important yeah. because I think of people watching who maybe are in the middle of a very painful place at mm -hmm. the moment and they want life to make sense. They want to understand yeah. God. Um, how's your sister doing? She's amazing. Really? I, um, I asked her a few weeks ago, I have this little oil called Joy. <laughs> and I was like, do you need some Joy oil? And she said, no, I don't. I, I feel so much joy in my heart. Mm because God, God has met her in this place. And it's been so beautiful to watch because it's just, it shows me how God reaches in into our stuff. And 
uh, if we'll let him, he'll take us on the journey of showing us that he's up to something way bigger. Yeah. And she says to me, she's like, you know, I didn't get to know James, but I know her mm. because she's been a gift to me in a different kind of way. And she's helped. She just says she's helped me learn who God is more in a profound way than I think I ever would have. <laughs> well, as I said at the beginning, I love this CD. I mean, I have two or three CDs that I play in my car all the time, like Darling Check and things, but, mm -hmm. but honestly, Carrie, this will be one of them. What are, awesome. Is there any song in it in particular that is just particularly close to your heart? Oh, you know, I love, I love them all, of course. They all do different things. Yeah. Um, I Will Sing is really special yeah. for me. And I think it's because it was the very first song I wrote out of this experience. Mm -hmm. And so there's raw emotion in it. And I think it's really beautiful for people to be reminded, it's okay to be honest with where you are. Yeah. The Lord loves that. And it actually breaks down walls that we build up some, mm -hmm. sometimes trying to be strong or trying to seem like we yeah. have it together. But the Lord knows where our heart really is, you know. And this song, I didn't make any excuse for what I was feeling. I was like, Lord, the very beginning of the song says, I need to see you here. Yeah. Pretty much a heart cry of, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. I need to see you. I need to know you're going to work this out. And, but then I love that out of an overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't hard for me in the bridge to, to go back to praise yeah. because I know that praise brings breakthrough. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it might be a declaration of faith but God is moved by faith. Yeah. And so you can start like David did in the Psalms with a lament and honesty, but it's good to come back to a place of praise because it brings breakthrough from yeah. your heart. I really believe that it will minister to people who are going through all sorts of things. Yeah. You know, I, I struggle sometimes with depression and listening to that one track, I can't yeah. tell you how that impacted me. Mm. And I love the intentionality of saying, you know what, I will sing. Mm -hmm. I don't get this, I wish this would go away. But I, but I will sing, mm -hmm. which makes me realize that my audience right now is saying, would you stop talking, please, and let her sing. <laughs> so we're going to do that. You're going to get to hear Carrie sing a beautiful song from the garden.
Wow, that was just stunningly beautiful. You. you know, it's interesting because I've, I've heard you so often, you know, sing these glorious worship songs where you're just ripping the place <laughs> apart. But there's something about the vulnerability of that mm -hmm. that is, is profoundly beautiful. Now, who was that handsome young man standing mm -hmm. beside you? That is my husband, Cody. <laughs> That's great. So you actually get to travel as a family. We do, yes. And he's been playing for me, actually, for a couple of years, even before we got married. Yeah. So he's my best friend. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> How has being a mom changed you, Carrie? Oh, um, you know, I think... I feel like it's made me slow down. Mm -hmm. You know, I think I was kind of a young single female. I was working hard before I got married and now I can kind of get in that fast paced thing and Canyon doesn't want me to do any of that. Like he'll, <laughs> he's one, but he will take my phone away. Mm -hmm. And you know, I just think, no, nope, I want to be fully present and not, I don't want him to learn who I am with a phone in my hand. You know, I'm <laughs> having to like, just get rid of it, so. <laughs> when you're, um, you've had a, a few dates, I think, on the road with this project so yeah, far. Yeah. Do you see a different response to this project than to things you've done in the past? We, I am, and that kind of took me a little bit of time to adjust to it, because I'm used to just kind of like the corporate worship feeling, everyone's geared up, ready to go, but these songs are bringing people that they're in some hard places. And so it's been a really sweet night on this tour, watching people go through this journey with us of the presence of God. And towards the end, we're starting to do miracles and here is in heaven. And so the atmosphere is so yeah. ready for miracles. And mm -hmm. it's, these have been really strong nights. I think you can tell um, when a project is born for a time like this. Mm. And that's how I felt about that because, you know, for several years in the past, I think we were in a different place and people were yeah. just in a place they just wanted to come in and worship. But I think there's, you're right, people are hurting, people are confused, people don't always understand what's going on. Mm -hmm. And that's why I feel that the songs on this are going to minister really at a, a depth. I think people might be surprised mm -hmm. when they pick the CD up and when they come to your event. Not that, I mean, they've always yeah. been spectacular, yeah. but I think there's a gift tucked deep into every one of these songs. Well, and I got a text message from a friend of mine who I've been friends with for a long time, and she was like, I just have to tell you, I had the garden playing in the background the other day, and she said, the Holy Spirit has just been pulling some things out from my childhood that he wants to heal wow. and just reminding me that he's for me. And she's like, it's like he's been doing inner healing and surgery on my heart through his kindness and just mm -hmm. while your album's playing in the back, which I, we felt like this, this album would be like heart surgery for some because it was that for us and for me as I wrote it. God was meeting me in some really hard places of, you know, I don't, I don't know if it's like entitlement or what it is, but I, when this first happened, I was really having a hard time with it because I was like, God, you know, you want to see the miracles happen in the way that you pray for them to happen. Right. But sometimes they happen differently. And there have been miracles in this experience, but just different than we prayed. Mm -hmm. And God does that. Yeah. And so whoever's out there listening to this right now, it might look different. You might be in the middle of walking through a difficult season, but the garden is a gift that it's, it's just a, like a foreshadowing, like a prophetic picture of look up around you and look at what God's doing that's different than what you prayed, what mm -hmm. he is in your situation. But I'm, I'm grateful. I, I just want to thank you on behalf of a lot of people for pressing through the suffering. Thank you. Because I think out of the winter of your life, you're going to see some beautiful spring come in the lives of other people.
Amen. Thank you. So I'm going to tell you how you can get hold of this fantastic CD, but also this DVD. And it's amazing. There's three of the songs, but also the story behind the garden. And that in itself, you want to get hold of. And you can do that when you help us feed 10 children. And I'm going to tell you how that's possible if you'll watch this with me. So I woke up this morning in this village. Um, it's my first time in Angola. And I honestly don't know what I expected, but I didn't expect what I experienced. I didn't expect to see a child who is a year and five months old and weighs six pounds. I mean, how does a child like that even survive? I think one of the things that maybe surprised me most was the profound affinity I felt with the moms. If you're a mom, all you want is for your child to be healthy. You want to be able to put a meal on the table at night and know that your children go to bed with a full tummy. But here I've seen what the ravages of malnutrition do. You know, and this morning, I'm sitting in my tent and, and I open my Bible. I'm just kind of doing one of those, going through the Bible in a year. And here's what I read. Isaiah 58, share your food with the hungry, give shelter to the homeless, give clothes to those who need them. Then your salvation will come like the dawn and your wounds will quickly heal. Your godliness will lead you forward and the glory of the Lord will protect you from behind. Then when you call, the Lord will answer, yes, I am here. He'll quickly reply, feed the hungry, help those in trouble. Then your light will shine out from the darkness and the darkness around you will be as bright as noon. Mission feeding is not some great idea we came up with. It's simply living out the gospel of Christ. And we put one simple bowl of food into the hands of these children in Africa. It changes their lives forever. Thousands and thousands and thousands of lives, one life at a time. I didn't meet one mom in Angola who hasn't buried at least one child. I mean, where can you say that of? You know, you can hear of a tragedy of a, of a young mother losing a child and it's unspeakable, unthinkable. But in Angola, in so many places, in the Sudan at the moment, but the moms I met, every single one of them has buried at least one child, simply because they don't have any food. There is such um, a terrible famine going on. And I watched these moms, and I followed some, and then they go out and they scrape as much of the land as they can to try and find something that they can cook at night and give to their children. And one of the moms said, you know, I'll, I'll give them whatever I have. And I said, well, what do you have? And she said, I, I don't eat. And I asked her about her relationship with Christ because I knew she was a believer. And she said, I lay my head down on the pillow every night and I say, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And I ask God to send a miracle. Well, here's the deal, we're it, you and I. We are the miracle, we're the answer. And this is so doable. You put one bowl of this nutritious food into the hand of a starving child and literally that one bowl of food begins to reverse the process from death 
to life. They're not asking for a plasma TV. They're asking for food for their children. And here's the deal. $30 feeds three children. $50 feeds five children for three months. $100 feeds 10 children. Now, we can all do something. Some of us can do a lot. Some of you might be able to think, you know, I want to sponsor a whole school, and that's amazing. When we provide food at school, the kids come to school. Otherwise, they can't come because they faint on the way. But if they know I'm going to a meal at school, they'll come. Some of you could do that. Some of you don't have that much money, and I get that. But $30. We have, we at the moment are feeding over 400,000 children in Africa. And when I left the last trip, and when I got home from Angola, what was ringing in my ears were the people there saying, please don't stop. Please don't stop. Don't ever make it that the line is longer than the food we have. And I promised I'd come home and tell. So we need your help. Would you do something now? If you'll go to your phone, call that number on the screen, or you can go online to lifetoday.org. But if every one of us does something, we become the answer to prayers of mothers who are on their knees right now saying, God, please, please touch somebody's heart to care for my child so that these moms don't have to bury one more little one. Thank you. In impoverished and even now famine-stricken areas of Africa, children are suffering. The need is great, and without food, they face death by starvation. Life's Mission Feeding Program is ready. With your support, we're able to feed and care for children in famine areas of Sudan, as well as Angola and Mozambique. With all of our previous reserves gone and Mission Feeding facing the worst drought and food shortage in years, we urgently need to replenish our food supplies to reach 400,000 children counting on us. Your life-saving gift of $30, $50, or $100 will help feed and care for three, five, or 10 children for the next three months. Please also consider a special gift of $1,400 to help sponsor a school and help feed 140 children for three full months. With your gift of any amount, we'll send you my Daily Word devotional. This box set of four seasonal devotionals will help you read, reflect, and renew yourself through God's Word with space to journal your thoughts and reflect each day. With your gift of $100 or more, you'll also receive Carrie Job's newest music project, The Garden, along with the Story Behind the Garden companion DVD. And finally, with your gift of $1,000 or more, be sure to request Determined Eagle, our 2017 commemorative bronze sculpture. Please call, write, or go online today and make your gift of life to help feed and care for hungry children. I look, I look at this line of children here and I thought, how can you not be touched? God's touched, He cares about them. And I think, what if I, I just visualize some of my grandchildren's faces on these children. And I think, what if that was one of them? I'd want somebody to come in and give them a bowl of soup. I'd want somebody to care about them. Well, these children matter. They matter to God a whole lot. And I know that your heart must be touched as you look at these lines of children, look at their little innocent faces. They don't have a choice. They depend on someone. Can that someone be us? I want it to be me. Thank you so much for caring and sharing and having a heart to reach out to those that are needy because that's God's heart and that's good. 
Thank you so much. If the phone's busy, don't give up. Just write the number down. Keep calling. Keep calling. We can do this. I've promised these moms we're going to do this. Carrie, what a joy to have you. Thank you. What a joy to have your heart expressed in this way. Um, this project is amazing. I really believe it's going to change you. people's lives. And if you send for a gift of $100, we're going to send you this amazing CD and this beautiful DVD. It is, it's incredible. And... Um, we just want to pray God's blessing on you and your family as you're thank out you. there. Just, yes, you know, just you. do what you do in <laughs> such a beautiful way. But this is, this is rich and this is deep. So thank our prayer you. is that God will pour back into you as you've poured out to others. Thank you. And thanks for being with us. I'm Sheila Walsh. Thanks for being with us on Wednesdays in the Word. We'll see you next time. Living Amazed challenges us to make a difference in the world. We can come together, have fellowship, and supernaturally become one. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.